We are two days away from the Rule 5 MLB draft, and the Nationals have the first overall pick in that draft. Who will we go with? What will we do? There are a lot of thoughts and a lot of possibilities out there, but I've narrowed it down to just two options, maybe even three, to where the Nationals could go. Also, the MLB winter meetings are going on as we speak. Do you remember just a few years ago, back after the 2019 season, when the Nationals were in the thick of the race for Steven Strasburg and Anthony Rendon? Well, now we sit here today and we are in the thick of the race for nothing. I'm going to get into all of that and more right after this. You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And I'm your host, Ryan Clary. You can follow me over at Twitter, at RyanClary11. And you can also follow the show there, LO underscore Nationals, over on Twitter as well. But as I was saying, I've been getting into this Rule 5 draft because, guys, the Nationals have the number one overall pick in this year's Rule 5 draft. They were the worst team in baseball this year. By far, it wasn't even close. And we did have some talent to begin the year with Josh Bell and Juan Soto. Bobby, we traded those assets away. And now we're stuck here. Don't have too much talent on the major league roster. But this is an opportunity to where we can start collecting that talent. This is where we can start seeing some of these returns. Because the Rule 5 draft is typically with guys that are decently thought of but it's also you know they're not on the 40-man roster for these teams so are they really that highly thought of in some of these guys it's just a different scenario it just is because truly there are some talented pieces but you're not going to find some frontline starter or or some beast closer right away these are guys that there's a reason as to why they aren't on the 40-man roster for their big league club But then again, you look at some of these guys who are former first-round picks, there is a lot of talent out there. And as I was saying earlier, I have my eyes on two particular guys and really three that the Nationals could go with in the number one overall slot there in the Rule 5 draft. Because this is what we have to be looking for. We have to be looking for high upside, low-ceiling kind of guys to where they could be a boom or bust type of pick. And you think about it, And you're like, well, you were just saying that if these guys aren't on the 40-man roster, what difference will it make then? Because these aren't guys that are highly thought of of the club that they're with. So what makes you think that it's going to be a good selection for the Nationals? Well, we could take a step back. Because, one, you have to make moves to open up a roster spot on your 40-man roster. There's some people who have, or some teams more so, that have loaded rosters. They have a lot of guys that they need to protect within their system. And some guys, you know, when you have a loaded farm system, you can't protect those guys every single year, especially for teams like the Blue Jays, the Mariners who have a pretty loaded system. Obviously, the Tampa Bay Rays are one that stick out. There's a lot of guys out there, the San Diego Padres even. 
but there's a lot of talent with those guys. And, you know, these guys aren't perfect slam dunk prospects that you would want. Like, you're not, like, just because you're picking number one overall in the Rule 5 MLB draft, that is not even remotely close to what it will be like in the MLB draft. You're not getting the same talent as you would as the number one overall pick in just the normal MLB player draft. That's not what's going to happen. But as I was saying, I have two guys that I have my eyes on for the Nationals because I truly think that these guys can make a difference going forward, and that's just all what it comes down to for me. So right now, my number one guy is Eric Miller with the Philadelphia Phillies. Eric Miller is someone who has been in their system for a little while now. Someone who's been known. He was a fourth-round pick in the 2019 MLB draft. This is someone who's actually pitched in some decent, high-leverage situations down in the minor leagues. Someone who was in AAA this past season. Although, I will say, he did struggle in AAA. But again, he's got the stuff to kind of just make it work. He's someone that you can rely on in the bullpen. Even make a spot start here and there. This past season, he only pitched in 48 in the third innings this year. But had 62 strikeouts to go along with that. That is a high strikeout rate. And this is someone who had 11 and a half strikeouts per nine innings in the minor leagues, in the double-A and triple-A level combined. And that's what you have to look at to where if you're going to have a pitcher in today's pitching atmosphere to where you need someone to get those high leverage spots and get strikeouts because you don't want the ball in play, obviously. This, that's an important part to this. And yes, he did walk a lot of people at a high rate. He had about 5.8 walks per nine innings this past season. That's something he's going to have to dial back on. But then again, high upside, high ceiling, low ceiling kind or low floor kind of guy. And that's what you're going to be in the business for in the Rule 5 draft. This is not someone who's going to come in and immediately be on the opening day roster and immediately get the innings that he deserves in the major leagues. He's not going to get that. No one will, in fact. But to say that these guys can't make a difference, potentially, it's a big spot not to mess up, really. It's a lot of pressure for Mike Rizzo and this staff who desperately needs an influx of talent, especially when it comes to starting pitching or pitching in general. We see it. Pitching wins championships. It wins ball games. Pitching matters the most. You're going to need high-impact guys to help you out when all of this is said and done. And so I think Eric Miller is someone who can be that kind of guy for the Washington Nationals. Because truly... That's just what we need, a left-handed pitcher, someone who is highly thought of within the Phillies organization. Someone who, if he's not going to be getting drafted in Rule 5 draft, which I will say he is expected to be drafted, whether it's the Nationals or whoever else would make a selection, it's going to be an interesting one because he's kind of my number one guy right now. A left-handed pitcher, 24 years old. He's 6'5", a big physical presence on the mound. And that stuff does matter when it comes down to it because talent matters and he does have the talent to make something happen. So high impact, high ceiling guys is something to where the Nationals will be looking at for this upcoming Rule 5 draft. I also have someone else from the San Diego Padres and that's Moises Lugo. Someone who is signed out of the Dominican Republic. He's only 21 years old or 23 right now, I should say, not 21. 
But this is someone who, again, high strikeout guy, pitched in big situations, has made a big jump over the last year specifically. And in 2022, he had a 3.22 ERA in 39 games pitch at 72 innings pitch and 97 strikeouts. Someone who struck out 12 batters per nine innings, only walked 4.8 per nine innings as well, which I said only. That's still a pretty high rate. I'm not going to lie to you. But still, high impact, someone who can make a difference potentially for the Nationals. I think it's just kind of a no-brainer pick. A right-handed pitcher, someone who throws the mid-90s, can reach the upper 90s even as well. And he's going to strike out a lot of people. Someone in the bullpen to where who is not that far away from the major leagues and could be on the opening day roster. That's something to where we should be in the business for looking at. Because again, the Rule 5 draft, you're not going to be landing any absolute studs. You're not going to be landing some superstar. But what you can be getting is someone with a high ceiling that where if you feel you put all the pieces around him that you need to, that this team and this organization can build him up to be something to what, you know, teams bought these players to do to begin with out of the Dominican Republic for Moises Lugo. Someone who, again, 6'1", 185 in the mound, not a demanding physical presence at all. But again, the stuff, the upside, the breakaway pitch, this is something to where you need. It's a necessity in Major League Baseball. It's a necessity in all of baseball. Someone like that, Moises Lugo, would be a very interesting pick. Now, then again, this would be kind of a reach compared to some of the prospects. Like I think Eric Miller is the more likely guy of those two. And again, there's no real wrong answer when it's all said and done with this stuff. Because guys, I say I say it again. It's all about the ceiling for them, at least for mine. I need to see what the ceiling is like for them. Because that's what matters most when it comes down to this. Also, a third one I'll toss in here really quick is Elvis Alvarado. And from the Detroit Tigers, someone who's still only 23 years old, will be turning 24th in the next month or two. This is someone who, again, high ceiling, a lot of strikeouts, not too many walks, didn't really give up the long ball too much this past year. Pitched in 59 innings, 48 hits, 63 strikeouts, and 18 walks. At a 2.7 walks per nine innings, nine and a half strikeouts per nine innings. High leverage scenarios. Right-handed pitcher. This is someone to where we could potentially take a pick on him and see what he can do. And that's the kind of market that we have to be looking in moving forward with the Rule 5 draft. And that's coming up in two days. So we're going to find out. I'll be discussing whoever we select when that time comes. But as of right now, I'm going with Eric Miller, the left-handed pitcher from the Philadelphia Phillies. I feel like he's someone who actually can make a difference moving forward if you get him in the right position and you put the right pieces around him so he can develop properly. Before I get into some winter meeting stuff and discussions from winter meetings of the past compared to this year, I'm going to tell you about my friends 
over at betonline.net. Betonline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. We've got it all on betonline.net. The FIFA World Cup is going on, everybody. I'm sure you've been watching. I'm sure you've been paying attention, but guess what? I'm not that into soccer, but that's just all right because I got my friends at betonline.net, and they're the professionals. They're the ones who give you the information on what to bet on because, guys, we all know we like to splash a little money on these games. It just adds a little more meaning to it, you know? Maybe you are rooting for Team USA or whichever country you want to root for. Totally up to you. Splash a little money on them. Do what betonline.net does best, and they're going to tell you everything you need to know, and they're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And you can head on, head to the website today, or you use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, where the game starts. And thank you for coming back. There <laughs> came in on YouTube. Still have my water bottle in. Just trying to hydrate and stay hydrated for this show. It's a little tough out there when your throat's a little sore. Sometimes you can't control everything, but that's just all right. I'm no rookie to this. I can battle through it just like everyone else can because, hey, a lot of different things. And speaking of battling through things, you remember when the Nationals in the 2019 offseason, when everyone was wondering, and we all kind of knew where we were leaning, but still there was a little mystery to be added there. Who would the Nationals be giving a massive contract to? Anthony Rendon or Steven Strasburg? You remember those days, guys? When people were talking about the potential money situation to where are you really going to pay these guys? You still got Trey Turner. You got got Juan Soto and the emergence of him. You still got to add some bullpen help. There's a lot of different things to go through. But looking back on that, just wow. Wow. As the Nationals sit here today, way below the average payroll in the MLB. Just wow. Think about that time. And think about what the Nationals could have done at that moment. Because it is tough, I will say. There was no slam dunk decision, to be honest. You're going to be losing a great player no matter what. But now looking back on it, Both Anthony Rendon and Steven Strasburg have been hurt through the entirety of their career since 2020. And both have been kind of not low-impact players with their respective team. And that is kind of an issue. And I'll get to the second half of this conversation, but thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. And as I was saying, you're looking back. The offseason of 2019, fresh off a World Series, and you got two major parts of that World Series team, one being the World Series MVP and one being one of the better players on that roster with Anthony Rendon. Both guys who were drafted in the first round of this organization, both Scott Boris clients, so you knew what was going to be coming as far as money and as far as what they wanted. They were going to get what they wanted and more. But now looking at it, You're looking around, 
You're dusting off the cobwebs of that World Series victory. What do we have left? What are we going to be doing for this winter meeting? What is going to be the big acquisition for the Washington Nationals to kind of put them forward in what they can do? And let me tell you this, guys. As I've said and I've been saying over the last few weeks, there's not too much that they can do right now to help them, propel them, and to move them forward and really push this envelope of the rebuild forward. We're not going to be a winning team this upcoming season. We know what the learners and we know what this front office want to do. What do they want to do? They don't want to spend money. Not so much the front office. I'm sure they'd love to have a big, silly budget to play with. But we know that's not the case. And that's not what's going to be happening with the learners family right now as they explore a sale for the Washington Nationals. But still, you have holes to fill. One being a left field spot and corner outfield spot, a third base spot maybe, another starting pitcher or two. Because the Nationals, they do have money to work with. And as I was saying last week in some of my big rants that I was going off with after seeing the learner's net worth jump by $2 billion almost over the last year, what are you doing not spending your money? Why aren't you improving this team? Why aren't you putting butts in seats by spending on your product that you built up? Well, the Nationals won't be giving out any big luxury contracts, but they will be signing someone. And I'm sure to bet you that in the next week or so, we will have another starting pitcher on this roster and you'll probably have another corner outfielder. And those are truly my two big needs for this team moving forward. Because listen, the starting pitching last year was atrocious. And it is something that where I am extremely, extremely worried about one your two highest players on your team right now being Steven Strasburg and Patrick Corbin. Steven Strasburg doesn't even know if he's going to be pitching in Major League Baseball again. He doesn't even know if he can throw a baseball again. We just truly don't know what we're going to be going forward with Strasburg. As he even said it himself, he doesn't even know. No one knows what he's going to be going with. And then Patrick Corbin, on the other hand, Patrick Corbin, do I have to say anything else? One of the worst pitchers in baseball over the last three years combined. Giving up home runs after home runs. I love the guy. World Series legend as long as Steven Strasburg. But we're paying these guys to be effective and be effective now. And yes, Patrick Corbin could bounce back. And he's not really one of my bounce back candidates. But again, he could But Willie, probably not. We've seen this. We've seen it in this turnaround that he's going to have to have would be a turnaround that some people may have never even seen in the Major League Baseball history. Because he's been spinning that bad as of recent. Over the last few years, again, one of the worst pitchers in baseball had a 6 ERA this past season with the Nationals. Someone who you put him out there to start, and he's going to get rocked. At a 5.82 ERA in 2021, had a 6.31 ERA in 2022. And God bless the guy because he stayed healthy, which is a win. The Nationals needed to stay healthy. But still, we're paying these guys to be effective and to be effective this season for this moment that the Nationals need to be in. 
heading into this winter meetings is just a total different feel to where it has been in league in the last few years. Like when the Nationals traded for Josh Bell over in 2020, that wasn't technically during the winter meetings. It was around that time to where hot stove season was heating up. But now we sit here today and there's just not much going on. And it's kind of boring and it's also frustrating to say the least. Because you know that they could spend the money to add help to the scene, but we're probably not. We're going bargain shopping, and we're going over to Marshall's to spend some cash, but not at some premium price. That's not what we're in the business of doing right now, and that shines through. Before we get into my second point of view for the winter meetings, and really just kind of getting into some National League East news, as there have been some major breakthroughs in the NL East, especially over the last year. I'm going to tell you guys about my friends over at Simply Safe. At Locked On Nationals, we believe home should be where you and your family feel safest, especially over the holidays. This season, give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system. Simply Safe. And right now, Simply Safe is offering Locked On Nationals listeners 40% off a new security system. But don't push this off. Here's why I love it. I'm always at home. I work in DC right now. I can't always be home to see all my dogs and what's going on around the, the Virginia scene. Is there any crime in the area? But I got that blanket of security when I'm not at home, even when I'm traveling, if I'm going to work, if I'm going to visit family across the country, I still have Simply Safe 24 7, and you will as well. And you're going to have that sense of security that no one else feels unless you're a Simply Safe customer. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by US News and World Report a third year in a row. How about that? Don't miss your chance to save big on favorite security systems and get 40% off any new system at simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB today. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB today. There's no safe like simply safe. And as I was saying, I want to get into some NL East news with the Washington nationals guys. We all saw over the weekend, Jacob DeGrom is now out of the NL East. Finally, finally, let's go. Someone to where, who has been haunting the Nationals for however many years now. In the last two years, in the last year, really, what am I talking about? In the last 365 days, we have gotten rid of two Nationals killers. One being Jacob DeGrom, one of the best pitchers in baseball, who's heading to the Texas Rangers in a massive, massive, massive deal with the Texas Rangers. And guys, I couldn't believe it when they gave him that money. I couldn't believe the amount of money that they paid him for someone who has been injured a lot over the last few years. And again, it's kind of a nice five-year, $185 million with the Texas Rangers they're spending money and they're being legit. And they're most importantly for us Nationals fans out there, they are pulling away important pieces to what the Nationals really needed. And what did they really need was get rid of the Nationals killers. We have seen Freddie Freeman. He gone. He's out of here. He's with the LA Dodgers now. And now Jacob DeGrom, five-year deal with the Texas Rangers. 
Oh boy. Let's go. Finally. Finally, finally, finally. Although I will say there is a little wrinkle in this because the Nash are not the Nationals. The New York Mets have been heavily, heavily garnered interest with Justin Verlander, one of the top pitchers on the market, and quite frankly, could be a tad better than Jacob DeGrom just based on his health. I know Jacob DeGrom is one of the better pitchers in baseball. I respect that about him. And truly, I think DeGrom, when healthy, is the best pitcher in Major League Baseball. Boy, Justin Verlander is in that top three as well. And the New York Mets with Steve Cohen, what he's been doing the last few years, he's going to be spending. If it's not going to be Justin Verlander, it's going to be someone else. Who will that someone else be? I couldn't tell you for now, but you can listen to my friends at Locked On Mets, and I'm sure they'll be able to tell you. But right now, it does look like Justin Verlander is coming to the NL East. But hey, it's not DeGrom. That's all that matters in my book. So thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. On tomorrow's show, I will be doing a crossover with Sully of Locked On MLB, and we're going to be talking all things nationals, and we're going to talk it from a little national perspective someone like Sully, who is a major bright baseball mind, and I cannot wait for that conversation. I can also tell you that I'll be meeting with my guy, Lindsey Crosby, on Wednesday, or actually on Thursday. My apologies. Talk locked on MLB prospects. He's the host over there. He kills it. He does. He is truly one of the most plugged-in type of guys that I know who I trust when it comes to MLB prospects. So that'll be a fun, insightful conversation with those two guys this week. I will talk to you then. I will see you tomorrow. You enjoy your day and attack your Monday.